Welcome to the Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties. We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Business Playdate. We are on episode three, the final episode of our Business Productivity Hack series. Super excited about this one. This episode today is less about business and more about protecting your peace, your mental systems, and really building support systems in you know your life. Yes, this is going to be a good one and a good one to end this series on because I think a lot of the things we've talked about have been a lot of like business and home meetings. And this one I feel like is so like both of those on crack. I mean, it's just like, yes, definitely. I mean, creating the mental space that we all desperately need and desire to have. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. I'll start it off. So the first tip for building better support systems and freeing up mental space, implementing a family calendar and having some shared responsibilities. Um, I know this is like, it kind of seems like a no brainer, but having a family calendar has totally changed our lives and our communication between myself and my husband. So tell Um, me how you do it. So I do it by, we have a shared Google calendar that lives on our iPhones, um, like in the iPhone app, like the iPhone calendar, right? Yeah. So, um, we both have Gmail email addresses. Now I had to make my husband get a Gmail email address. If you heard last week, he has a Yahoo still. So I specifically made him a Gmail email address just for this calendar purpose. And I set up a shared calendar that we both have that. uh, And then I had to like show him how to add it to his iPhone calendar because he did everything through Outlook before for his work. Um, And basically this is anything that we both need to know about. So like he has a monthly poker night, which he actually had last night. And and if it's not on the calendar, then it doesn't happen. Like, I don't know about it. So he, as soon as the guys decide what night this is going to be on, he puts it on there. Um, it's usually like the same Thursday every month, but sometimes it moves around. So that goes on there. Um, when like Ellie has dance or like we have dance practice on a Saturday or like we have, we have these friends that we do like a quarterly like dinner club thing with. So once that date has been decided, that goes on the calendar. Um, doctor's appointments for the kids go on the calendar. Doctor's appointments for ourselves go on the calendar. Anything that one of us has to be at or all of us needs to be at, like family pictures, those go on the calendar. So um, this keeps me from having to keep everything in my head because let's be honest, like the wife kind of does carry all of that in her brain. And then, and it's, I was finding that it wasn't fair for me to feel this resentment of keeping everything in my head and then being like, well, didn't you know we had da, 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 da. It's, it's, you know, it's on my calendar. It's on the written calendar in the house that like, I know he doesn't always look at. Right. So I was like, okay, we both are very technically savvy. We both know how to like look at our calendar. We both live and breathe by like our calendars on our phone. So I was like, let's have a shared calendar. You will put things on here when they have to do with you. I will put things on here when they have to do with me or the whole family or vice versa. And then we sit down on Sunday nights and we look at it and we make sure we have everything on there that needs to be on there for the week. And it's really helped 
my mental load a lot with like everything already being on the calendar and him adding his own things versus me asking him what he has and then me adding those to my calendar. He just automatically yeah. adds that stuff to the calendar. So. No, that's great. We we have a and as many people on this podcast may or may not know, my life has been pure chaos for eight months. Um, <laughs> 10, 11 months now, actually. Almost, yeah. Almost, <laughs> Almost a whole, a whole year. year. Um, and we do have a very nice acrylic calendar that was our so family calendar that we would like write our things on. And we haven't had it for the last year. Um, and it's been really hard. Like I've definitely noticed like my mental sanity is just not there because it's the it's not even there's a lack of communication. It's like the lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and like being able to visually see it. So we do try to do things in our calendars, but it's more like we invite each other. We don't have a shared mm-hmm. digital calendar. Mm-hmm. So that shared yeah, that, digital calendar is a good idea. It is. And it, it the, I like having the shared one because it keeps you from having to invite somebody to do it. Yeah. Because then it just automatically lives on both of our calendars. Neither of us have to accept an invitation. It's just automatically on there. And another thing about like, we also have one of those really pretty acrylic calendars and I loved it, but that's also me having to every month remember to wipe it off, remembering to write everything down, still collecting all of the information. So I still do that, but it's all on our family calendar digitally. And then I'll just open the digital calendar and then I'll write it all down instead of me having to be like, okay, Ryan, like, what do you have this week? And like, it's all there. And I think too, with the calendar on the wall, like the acrylic, it's only that month. So -hmm. you can't forward look, which makes it really hard. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this thing. I'm very on the fence about ordering it or not, but it's called the hearth. And it's like this Mm -hmm. digital calendar that goes on the wall and it has an accompanying app. And like, it's a screen, right? Yes. It's a big screen. I'm like, this is genius. Mm -hmm. Um, That's been something I've been exploring. I haven't heard of that one specifically, but I've heard of like the, the, um, the skylight Google one. Yeah. Or something like that you can put on the counter. Yeah. No, it's super cool. So I was like, that would be a really good system. Cause I like the visualness of Mm -hmm. it being on our wall, but I like the aspect that the digital provides where it's like forward looking and it's constantly changing and you have it on your phone. And like when you're at the grocery store, you can look at it and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I also, um, ordered a paper planner for 2024 and I used to like love paper planners and used to be all about them. Um, but my paper planner is going to be solely for like, um, almost like a journal perspective. I got one that like Chelsea Joe recommends. I know we talk about her a lot, but it's, she has changed both of our lives. <laughs> she did. And um, it has like a lot of like intention setting and goal setting and stuff in it. And so I don't want to use my paper planner for family like tasks or family appointments. That's what our family calendar is for. And the acrylic one. Yeah. I love having that like month visual there. Yeah. It's right by the, it's right by the um, pantry. It's right by the like refrigerator. So I can kind of like look and see, but um, yeah, you should definitely do something digital that you can yeah. see from anywhere. Cause having it like home away yeah. from home is, a, is a big deal. Yeah. All right. Our next tip is to accept help, you know, avoid and overcome solo syndrome, which I heard something recently and it was like, you know, everyone says it takes a village, right? It takes a village. Well, in 2023, the village is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's really expensive and you need to pay for it. <laughs> um, most of the time, at least in my life, I have to pay for this village that I'm supposed to have, mm-hmm. but it is worth every penny. Like, hire out the household cleaning. You know, Mm -hmm. if that's taking time away from you or mental space away from you, you're not able to be with your kids as much, like hire that out. Or 
accept help from your mother-in-law when she wants to come over and hang out with the kids and watch them. Like, don't feel like you need to entertain her. Be like, hey, thanks for coming over to help with the kids. I'm going to go in my office and do two hours of work right now. Here's Mm -hmm. a couple things you can do to entertain them Mm -hmm. rather than that pressure of feeling like you need to entertain that person who's who wanted to come over and hang out. Yeah. I have a friend who has four children and she's a stay-at-home mom and her two older ones are in school. And then she has two younger ones who are like um, preschool age, but they only go to preschool like every few days. And so um, it's so funny because when I first, when we first moved out here, they live around the corner from us. Um, uh, She used to be like, if you guys need a date night, if you guys need like, you know, time away, like just bring the baby over here and I will like, what's one more? Like just bring the baby over here and I will, I will watch her. And I kept being like, Oh my gosh, no, like you already have so much on your plate. But, but then I was like realizing she like kept, you know, being like, please let me help you. Please let me help. Let me like, I would love to do this for you. And, um, there, there like came a time where like we were in a bind and we, we needed help. And, and, my daughter like stayed the night with her and had the best time. And it was like her first little slumber party. And she was like three years old. You know I mean? Like she like literally like went with them to like her son's basketball game and did all this. And I was just like, had I like not gotten over myself and felt guilty because it was like one more kid on her plate for the night when she was totally okay with it and totally like willing to help and offered. Like it wasn't even me bringing it up. it's also kind of fun for the kids too. It's like a fun play date. Yeah. And so I now remember that so much because it really helped. I was like on a business trip and then Ryan had something come up with work and he couldn't. So she literally went and picked her up from school and like for us, she's like the emergency contact for our daycare. She's a very dear friend of mine. And um, like her daughter and my oldest are the same, like similar ages and they have the best time together. And so now I think about it all the time when I have like friends who've, who've recently had new kids, I'm like, Hey, even if you just want me to come over and like sit with the baby for a few hours and you can go take a shower or whatever, like this, I feel like this one, the accepting help is, is such like a, a motherhood mental. thing, mental yes. thing. Like you, you learn, I think, so much in those first several months. It's so hard to let go and it's so hard right. to like, you know, and I don't know that like a lot of people listening to this are maybe new moms, but maybe you are. And right. I would just say like, accept the help. Accept the and help. And ask for the help. And like yes. that, that's like a big one, especially you just can't do it all. You just no, can't do you, it all. You really can't. And I think too, I actually heard of this great concept that I would love to implement. I don't have any friends where I live. So if I ever get friends. <laughs> You're about to have a new neighborhood. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to share date nights with a neighbor, like we hire <gasps> yes. for a babysitter all the time to get a date night. And it's one of those things like I don't mind spending money. I, I will spend any amount of money on childcare that's good childcare. Like don't get me wrong, but it gets expensive. And mm-hmm. it's so it's like, oh, well, I'm going to spend $200 on my babysitter and then I'm going to spend $200 while I'm out. And this is like a really expensive night out. Yeah. And if I had a neighbor where we could take turns, like it's like, hey, on this Friday night, I'm going to come over and I'll monitor, watch on your couch or I'll put your kids to bed. I'll order pizza with them and hang mm-hmm. out. And then the next Friday night, you're going to come do it for me. Yes. It's such an easy way to create that village and to create it mm-hmm. in a freeway that's not expensive. Yeah. You know, I think it's not a kids, date. Don't bring the kids, whatever. Yeah, I think it's called like a date night co-op. I've I've seen that too. Um where like you all kind of trade off who's watching yes. whose kids. Yes, totally. Yes. yes. I we live in like a cul-de-sac neighborhood and so like our friends in the next cul-de-sac over, 
they were like in a bind one time and I was like, just send your kids over here. I'll feed them dinner and then I'll send them home. You know, like just yeah. let me do it. And it's so funny because um, when your kids reach certain ages, you know, and they like start making little school friends. And I'm seeing that with some of my friends who have like older kids that are in elementary age school, you really do start meeting a lot more people in your neighborhood. And so I think that's when that type of thing can can come to fruition yeah. more. Um, I, whereas both of us, like our kids are kind of still preschool age and I know we're like only a year or so away from actual school, but right. Um, no, it is really, I love cool. that idea. Our, our old neighborhood was very involved and like there was a core group of us with kids and their kids were a little older than my kids, but they would do that kind of stuff a lot where it was just mm-hmm. like, Hey, like we're, we have this thing. Can you just like take these two extra kids? And like, it's mm-hmm. so much more fun for the, especially during the day when it's not like they need to be put to bed or anything. It's like they can play and entertain themselves. And, and they're entertaining like, my kids and yes. I have to entertain my kids. I would be so thrilled to have two extra kids over here who all would play together. And then I could like, I don't know, I could probably get more done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. No, I love that. I love that. Like such a great tip for especially for being productive and getting other things done that you don't feel like you could do in the moment because you feel like you have to watch your kids all the time. But just get some other ones over there to play with them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I love it. So our third tip is to really create mental space for yourself. And I take this as like self-care, right? Mm -hmm. So making time for yourself, because I think as work at home moms, like we're constantly working for the business. We're doing like business building things. We are taking care of our kids. We're managing our whole, like, as you mentioned, it always falls on the wife. Like we are managing Mm -hmm. this huge mental load. And so I think like whatever you need to do to create mental space is something that you should be doing. So like Mm -hmm. for me, it's dumping out like meal planning is a big thing that I don't do. And I know that when we are on our meal planning game, I have so much more mental clarity of like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about what meals are going to be that week. I don't have Mm -hmm. to really do anything. I know what I'm buying at the grocery store and all of those different pieces, but that's a big mental space saver for me is meal planning. So figuring out what your mental space clarity thing Mm -hmm. looks like. Um, Another thing that I like to do is I like to get facials and I know, yes. And I, when I'm really good about going each month and I do, I'll do it on like a Friday or I'll take a day, you know, and it's like my day. I'm not buying birthday gifts for my kids or going to the grocery store to get all the grocery shopping done. Like that's not what I'm taking away from my work day to do. I'm Mm -hmm. taking time away from my work day to spend it on me where Mm -hmm. only I am there. And I'm Mm -hmm. maybe even drinking a glass of champagne while I do it or going going on a day date. My husband and I have been doing this thing where we'll do lunch like on a Friday Mm -hmm. and we'll go get a couple glasses of wine. The kids are still in school and, you know, it's like we get an appetizer, a glass of wine and a burger and like it's a great little just like escape Mm -hmm. where – then I'm not as like, hey, we've spent no time together. We've talked about literally nothing. Like, I just think it's a great way to prioritize yourself a little bit because mm-hmm. as work at home moms, we are stretched thin and we are literally stretched in so many different areas. Well, and without taking care of yourself, your business won't thrive and your home won't thrive. And you, you know, like you're like that it you have to. You have to like invest in yourself and invest time in yourself too. And so I love that. I think I would love to get like regular massage or like regular facials. I am, I, I love that. I, I used to be really good about um, like before our wedding, like going and like getting facial. And I loved the process. I thought it was really fun. Um, I do get my nails, like something for me, I get my nails done like 
uh, at least once a month, every other week, if I can do it. And it was something that my, it's, it is still something that my girlfriend and I, we schedule together. We go to the same salon, you know, like they know us, we, we, it's a, you have to make appointments and we go. And then the weeks that we get off, like right now I'm going after like today, I'm going to get my nails done. It's been like three weeks. And, um, she is like in an off week. And so we're not going together. And I'm like, Oh, like this is the only time we have to like chit chat and catch up. And, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause like, I've heard people say like, um, you know, a facial or like getting your nails done, like that should just like be a part of your thing. It doesn't have to be like your self care moment. I'm like, but it is like it, that is like a self care moment, you know, like it's time you're taking skin, for yourself. It is even like going in the bathroom and having like a, an opportunity to do like a skincare routine to me right? is self care. Taking like one of the things, and we've talked about it a lot on here that I like to do for my mental clarity is go on a walk, get get out of the house, go like just mm-hmm. have like nothing, like put on a good podcast or some rage music and just like let like nature be one with nature, if you will. And, yes. you know, it may not be like the most product pro, uh, productive thing like in the moment, but once I get back inside, I'm so much more so in tune with what more. needs to get done. Exactly. Exactly. I can't believe so. going out on a walk didn't make any of our productivity hacks now that you mention it because <laughs> I, I too have been going on these morning walks. Not right now because it's so cold out, but I know it totally resets who I am and what my day looks like. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like I haven't done this in several weeks and I can definitely tell a difference. Um, first, because it was way too hot. And then second, because it was way too cold. And thirdly, because I would get home and start working or just get get stuck in a doom scroll or something like, and I just couldn't yeah. get out of it. Um, but one, if I like the biggest thing to make sure that I go on a walk is I get up and I put on my like walking clothes and that's what I take the kids to school in. And I don't come back in the house after I get out of the car. I go immediately smart. I take my AirPods and I immediately go on a walk. That's um, smart. Or like I'll come in and like put my purse down and then I'll like walk back out the door. Um, so yeah, I think that's a big one. Definitely like creating mental space, taking time for yourself, even if it's and like figuring going out and, what that means for you. I yeah, mean, like it's for, different for everyone. For me, sometimes it's literally going, I'll go get a Starbucks and I'll walk around Target. I'm, I'm, I may put things in the cart. I may take them out. I may buy them. I may not. But sometimes it's just like having, especially when the baby was first, like the, my second child was born, my husband would be like, I'd be like, okay, I just need like. I just need like a couple of hours. I'm just going to go walk around Target. I promise I won't buy anything. And then I come home with like, you know, a bag of stuff. But yeah, um, it, that for me, like that's what it was sometimes. It was just like getting out of the house, resetting my mind and coming back yeah. and like being better for it. So, and not feeling guilty about that either. I think that's what's important. Like not, like you were saying, like not feeling guilty for scheduling time for yourself because you right. are the business owner. You are the household runner. You are the mom in the situation. Like you, if you are not taken care of, then everybody and, suffers. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love that. I think this was an episode full of great mental sanity saving tips. It so was. We'll talk about them all one more time. We have creating a family care calendar and sharing those responsibilities with your significant other. Yes. And accepting help overcoming solo syndrome. Which is something I struggle with a lot. Same. And then 
creating that mental space. So creating that mental space for yourself, taking care of yourself and really, you know, putting yourself first sometimes. Mm -hmm. We hope you guys have enjoyed this three-part series of our productivity hacks. And we would love, love, love to hear what you are going to implement um, from the past three episodes from this episode, leave us a comment. Tell us what your favorite takeaway was. Follow us at the business playdate on Instagram. You know, we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing what you are enjoying about this podcast. Um, if you really, really love this, please even like take a screenshot and share it in your Instagram story and tag us. That will help just get the reach out there further and share some of these tidbits with your friends and your family who, you know, if someone popped in your mind where you're like, oh, you know, so-and-so could really hear this, like send it to them. We would love yeah. that. We would absolutely love that. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.